I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. There are dangerous, unpredictable forces at work here. In one of the most mysterious corners of the globe. A lot of things can kill you out here without even trying. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Stories of alien abductions. I believe it was a UFO. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. The Alaskan Bigfoot, he can rip you in half. These accounts are really widespread. It peeked out of the tree right there. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. More people have disappeared than the Bermuda Triangle. Two to three times the amount. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was petrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I'm always after scientific evidence that can be independently corroborated. To try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. The Alaska Triangle could well be the most dangerous place on Earth. You're three times more likely to go missing here than in any other U.S. state. I believe the Alaska Triangle is far more dangerous, unpredictable, and deadly than the well-known Bermuda Triangle. In the last 30 years alone, over 16,000 people have gone missing in Alaska. Missing as in their bodies were never found, nobody knows what happened to them. 16,000? That doesn't seem possible. It's truly frightening. Alaska has over 57 million acres of designated wilderness. Much of it totally unexplored. 
and there are species of animals here unknown to man. Could one of these be Bigfoot? Because of its remoteness, there could be more Bigfoot in the triangle than anywhere else. Perhaps this is the reason why people are disappearing. I saw something real huge. It had a lot of dark hair. It's a Bigfoot. It was this Bigfoot. Looked like he was just watching us. With so much fantastic habitat and so few people to compete with, Sasquatches basically have the run of Alaska. One man who's on a lifetime journey to find Bigfoot is cryptozoologist Cliff Berrickman. Most of his work has been in the lower 48 states. But now his hunt has drawn him north. Cliff has come hundreds of miles off the main road network to one of Alaska's most remote areas. Alaska is truly America's last frontier. This is one of the most wild regions anywhere on Earth. Anything could be hiding out here of any size. It's around Alaska's biggest lake, Iliamna, that there have been some of the best Bigfoot sightings. Now, Cliff is heading into the wild woods on the southern shores of the lake, around the village of Kakanak. I've been tipped off that a number of people have been seeing a Sasquatch in the local area. And I wanted to come out and check out what's going on for myself. Cliff's aim is to get scientific proof that Bigfoot exists and evidence that the Alaska Triangle is its home. For the locals, they don't need this proof. They say they know that Bigfoot exists because they've seen them. Padusha Andrews has lived here her whole life. One day in the summer of 2015, while out berry picking, her dog raised the alarm. Pretty soon she started barking so weird. I've never heard a dog bark like that before. She woof, and she would jump so high off the ground. And I looked at her and I said, what the heck are you doing? And then she did that one more time and I looked over to where she was looking and I saw something real huge. It had a lot of hair and I saw this dark creature walking away. Perhaps Padusha saw a moose, or maybe even a bear. Both are common around Alaska. I grew up knowing what a moose looks like. We all know what a bear looks like. We know all that. Of course, assume it's a, it's a Bigfoot. It's just too different. Since the early 1900s, there have been frequent recordings of Bigfoot sighted in Alaska. And this is despite the fact that this is by far the most thinly populated state. To have a Sasquatch report, you need a Bigfoot, a person to see it, and then someone to report it to. But yet we still have dozens and dozens of them here. Yeah. 
even from the water, there have been some notable sightings. Ray Wassily has lived on and around Lake Iliamna his whole life. One afternoon in 2004, he was preparing the boat for a camping trip with his brother and their friend. We left from the landing area and we started going across the lake. When he looked up, he had the shock of his life. It was this Bigfoot, or hairy man, on the side of the lake. Looked like he was just watching us. Ray's friend, Sarah Armstrong, saw the Bigfoot just as clearly as he did. We were just getting ready, and I look off to the right, and I can see this black figure. And I'm trying to adjust my eyes and focus and figure out what it is I'm seeing. And just as I'm about to ask, what is that? Ray says, what the hell is that? Then they realized they were looking at a Bigfoot. It was like a dark black, you know, just furry or long hair, you know. You could see it, the outline of it, pretty good. Now Cliff is hoping for his own Bigfoot encounter. And he's looking in the area just across the lake from where Ray and Sarah had their sighting. Wow! Check that out. That is amazing. Prime Bigfoot habitat as far as the eye can see. If there are Bigfoot out there, Cliff wants to find them. But do they want to be found? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If there's one place on Earth where legend comes alive, it's the Alaska Triangle. And there's no greater legend than Bigfoot. Bigfoot hunter Cliff Berrickman has made the tough journey to Lake Iliamna to go in search. If there's anywhere on the planet that Bigfoots could live undisturbed, it's right here. It was here in 2004 that there was a clear sighting. And news of it quickly spread south. Down in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Dr. Lance Hightower is a renowned Bigfoot researcher. Bigfoot is a very large type of creature. Uh, some people would say it looks like an ape in the face. Males typically will range anywhere from 8 feet, and we have heard as high as 12 feet in height, with a shoulder width of 4 to 4.5 feet, as well as 3 feet thick. So you're talking a creature that is massive. They're very, very elusive. This is what makes it so challenging and difficult for people to really prove that they exist because they're so elusive, so evasive, so hard to catch one uh, on footage, on picture. But the best chance could be in the Alaska Triangle. With so much ready game, Bigfoot may even be bigger here. Everything is larger in Alaska. Why not Bigfoot? The food sources for something as large as a Bigfoot, deer, caribou, moose, is abundant. Most Bigfoot sightings put the creature at about seven or eight feet. The one that Sarah and Ray saw was certainly bigger than that. We could tell that it was at least nine, 10 feet. And then, bam. Just like that, you know, it was gone. Wow, what to say, you know, we, we, we know we've seen, a, you know, a Bigfoot. It's shocking to see something like that. And even more shocking when it just disappears that fast. How can you explain something like that? Whatever it was, one way you don't explain it is by saying it was a bear. Kakadok is in a very wild area, and the people who live here live amongst bears. There is almost no chance whatsoever that they would be confusing a standing bear with a Sasquatch. Bears have snouts, they have ears, they lack the large shoulders, and they habitually move about on four legs. While Sasquatches have a flat face, a conical head, wide shoulders, and usually walk around on two legs. To think that these people who live here 365 days a year would be silly enough to mistake a bear for a Sasquatch, well, that's not giving the local people credit. 
and there are now those in the scientific community who are convinced that Bigfoot is out there. Dr. Robert Alley is a retired professor of anatomy and physiology from the University of Alaska. For him, Bigfoot, or Sasquatch, is real. It's just a matter of what it is. Bigfoot and Sasquatches represent the classic hominid mixing of genes, just as you and I have Neanderthal genes. Sasquatches have a combination of maybe Javaman giant Homo erectus genes mixed with more modern human genes and maybe even older human genes. You might say Javaman on steroids with a, with a fur coat. The long extinct Javaman was big, about eight feet tall, and twice the overall size of a gorilla. And in his years of research, Dr. Ali has found that this furry Java man Bigfoot is dangerous and calculating. Perhaps most significantly, they're accredited with the abduction of children, abduction of women, even occasionally abduction of men. Human abduction. If true, this would mean the mystery of all the missing people of the Triangle could be, at least in part, down to Bigfoot. But Bigfoot hunter Cliff Berrickman is still keen to come face to face with one. In the Alaska Triangle, thousands of people have gone missing, lost without a trace. It's a wilderness as mysterious and unexplored as our deepest oceans. The Alaska Triangle is very much the analogy of the Bermuda Triangle in the tropics, where planes and people have gone missing. Within this triangle is 200,000 square miles, much of which has never been explored by any man, so who's to say what mysteries still lie within this triangle? Alaska is nine times as large as Washington State, until now, commonly thought of as the home of Bigfoot. It's now looking as if Alaska is true Bigfoot country. And in the indigenous folklore, the beast has always been here. Q. Lichard comes from a long line of native shaman. Stories of Bigfoot go way back. They go way further back than when Westerners came here. The native people knew about them for a long time. And they weren't considered a mythology for the native people. They're just considered a fact of life. You respect them. You don't mess with them because they're powerful. You don't enter their territory. The traditional description of the creature is also a perfect match for modern-day sightings. Bigfoot are probably about as wide as I am tall. They have very broad, muscular shoulders. Imagine encountering something that's six foot two across and eight foot tall, 12 foot tall. It's a pretty intimidating creature. Despite this, Bigfoot witnesses Sarah and Ray felt compelled to go and investigate their sighting. They did what others wouldn't dare do. They went to the exact spot where they'd seen the beast. We start looking on the ground. And sure enough, we saw these incredibly large foot tracks. 
all over this area. You could clearly see the toe prints and the heel, and it was shaped just like a human foot, but much larger. For Sarah, it was a strange, eerie experience. It just seemed private or mystical or just to leave it be. Within the native population, Bigfoot certainly have spiritual qualities. And it's these that could link them to the triangle. But where's the scientific evidence? This is what Cliff is after. While he's out on his search, what looks like irrefutable proof comes straight to him. Cliff receives an email, and he knows straight away this is something special. All right, I'm checking out this video sent in by a witness from Fairbanks, Alaska, which is smack dab in the Alaska Triangle. This guy was out metal detecting on the beach, and he found a very strange set of footprints where he feels there should not have been a strange set of footprints. They're pretty widely spaced. They're in a straight line that tends to jibe with what we think about the way Sasquatches walk. Well, it was the spring of 2012, late April, and I heard on the TV that the uh, river was at an all-time low. So being my hobby's metal detecting, I thought I'd come down to the river and uh, see what I could find. I came down, I started metal detecting, and then when I turned, I looked up this way and I saw these big footprints. So I thought, hmm, that's strange. So I walked over to investigate them. I put my coil, which is an 11 inch coil up to them. And they were probably five or six more inches longer. So I thought, wow, that is really weird. And it was still cold. So I thought, well, who's gonna be out here walking around in their bare feet and who's got feet that big? Judging by the size of his detector, these footprints are between 16 and 18 inches long. And then I noticed the stride. The stride was a lot farther than what a normal human being could walk. So I tried to take the stride myself and I was still coming up a foot or two short. I mean, I had, would have had to have jumped to almost make that distance. So that's why I, I started videotaping was because I thought nobody's gonna believe this. Giant footprints in a straight line and with a stride that's over six feet. Classic Bigfoot, now caught on video. They are typically flat-footed. They won't have an arch. And one print to another print, the distance will be large, but also they will be in a line. Whereas a human, it has this left and right pattern as it's in a gait cycle, whereas the Bigfoots have a straight line appearance. I never really thought about Bigfoot until I found these footprints. You know, I'm just to the point where I believe it could be. We're sending the video to Dr. Robert Alley for his expert analysis. Meanwhile, Cliff's search for Bigfoot is going to take him late into the night, the time when Bigfoot is said to be at his most dangerous. There are 129 million acres of forest in Alaska. 
much of this forest is totally unexplored by man, and the thickest and most mysterious lies within the Alaska Triangle. It's here that cryptozoologist Cliff Barrickman is on the hunt for Bigfoot. And it's here that people go missing without a trace, never to be seen again. These footprints, caught on video right in the middle of the triangle, could be vital Bigfoot evidence. But just off the southern tip of the triangle, there are signs of Bigfoot that are fixed and permanent. On a remote mountainside on Prince of Wales Island, native elder Al Jackson knows of a group of cedar trees that are upside down. Friends of mine, he was about 15 years old and he hunted with an elder. And the old man told him, if you're ever hunting up on Kowak Mountain, you have to watch out for those big black gorillas that live up there. He told them then that he said they marked their territories by driving these blown down trees into the ground upside down. There's no evidence of logging machinery being used. There are no tracks in the area and no marks on the trees. It's known that if you see trees uprooted and driven into the ground upside down with the roots facing upwards, that that's Bigfoot territory and you don't want to trespass. Otherwise, you're going to suffer the consequences. The strength required to insert a tree the size of the upside-down trees on Prince of Wales Island into even the soft muskeg for four feet is absolutely phenomenal. You're looking at maybe 1,500 pounds of log, and so you certainly need to have 1,000 pounds of, of animal doing that. 1,000 pounds. That's three times the weight of an adult male gorilla. But back at Lake Iliamna, Cliff Barrickman is still hoping for that personal encounter. It is just shy of midnight, even though it doesn't look like it. But this is what sunset looks like in Alaska. I want to start making noises, basically knocks. Sasquatch use knocking noises to communicate back and forth with one another. Maybe they're hitting a tree with a stick, maybe they're clapping, maybe they're doing it with their mouth. I don't really know, but they make those noises. I want to start with the lower volume noises, thinking that I'm going to be here, boom, make a noise. Now it's a listening game. For all Cliff knows, there could be a Bigfoot out there watching his every move, perhaps even within yards of him. They're intelligent, they're very elusive, they can almost hide in plain sight. You could walk right by them and never know them, only if they want to be seen, that's when you'll see a Bigfoot. If they want to appear, they will. If not, we'll never know it. Generally, these creatures don't want to be seen. They don't want to be encountered. They are curious. They will approach you. They'll especially approach women and children, and they will defend their territories. Cliff's brought with him a thermal camera. Anything white is giving off heat. Is Bigfoot out there? For the native community, the elusiveness of Bigfoot 
comes down to more than just physical stealth. For them, there's no clear distinction between the physical and the spiritual worlds, and Bigfoot has mystical qualities. Bigfoot are so mysterious and they're so well hidden because they know how to do things that we don't understand. They know how to shift in and out of this reality. They know how to change their energy and go into some strange shadow-like form, but then they pop right back into this reality whenever they want. And that's one of the reasons we'll never find them, because as soon as they want to disappear, they literally do disappear. Does this explain the sudden disappearance of the Bigfoot that Sarah and Ray saw? There was something there, and then there wasn't. Bam! Just like that, you know, it was gone. They know how to do things that we can't, we don't even understand yet. That's beyond us. For some, the sudden appearance and disappearance of Bigfoot is a sign of other dimensions coming into play. And if Bigfoot is abducting people, this could explain why no trace of them has ever been found. In Fairbanks, Bigfoot does seem to have left his mark. Dr. Robert Alley is studying Keith's video of the footprints. Shows very clearly a series of footprints leading off without any human footprints in close proximity uh, with scale an 11 inch metal detector suggesting tracks of 16, 17 or 18 inches in length and toes that are visible very clearly demarcated along with a stride that really stretched out well beyond six feet. What is it? Well, really, it's not a bear, it's bipedal, and it doesn't fit into a human range of variability. Really, whether you like it or not, all you have is a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot. The evidence is mounting that Bigfoot lives in Alaska and that the Alaska Triangle could be the reason. Alaska is pretty amazing. It's really magical. I definitely believe. You know, I believe because I saw it. People have seen too much of it for us to not believe them. And I know there's something out there. I am 100% convinced that Bigfoot exists and are real. Maybe in sparse numbers, but definitely, definitely real. It looks like the mystery of the Alaska Triangle won this round, but I'll be back and I'll challenge it again. What we know is just a tiny little bit of what is out there. And just because it falls outside of our realm of understanding doesn't mean it's magic or impossible. Could Bigfoot somehow be tapping into supernatural forces of the Triangle? If so, then maybe these forces are the reason for them being here. Some believe that Bigfoot could be jumping in and out of wormholes in space and time. There are those who think these forces can even be found using modern technology, and we're going to put that to the test. The greatest mystery of the Alaska Triangle is the inexplicable disappearance of people, boats, and even airplanes. There are some who think this is a sign of other dimensions at work. I think the Alaska Triangle is a special place on the planet 
that is bending space and time to create this vortex of energy where people go missing, where there are portals or wormholes opening. But what is it about Alaska that would allow for these phenomena? The Arctic atmosphere is home to one of the wonders of our planet, the Aurora Borealis, or the Northern Lights. This incredible light display dances across the sky as the Earth's magnetic field is bombarded by charged particles from the sun. A thousand miles south of the Arctic Circle lies the city of Vancouver, Canada. More people live in this one city than in the whole of Alaska. And it's from here that journalist and researcher Johnny Enoch has been looking into some important historical work that could have a bearing on the search for unusual forces in Alaska. In 1972, author and biologist Ivan Sanderson documented 12 places on the planet where there was bizarre weather, strange occurrences, vanishing people, and disturbing paranormal occurrences. Sanderson called these areas vile vortices, where it's thought that an extreme electromagnetic force, the force that holds atoms together, can have an effect on the very fabric of space and time. The most famous of these vortices, the Bermuda Triangle. A vortex can transform everyday situations into otherworldly events. If there was a vortex above the Bermuda Triangle, that would explain everything. A vortex that contorted space and time into a wormhole would mean boats and planes could disappear. If there was any evidence of this in the Bermuda Triangle, then it could explain the Alaska Triangle too. Now, some first-hand evidence of a vortex has come to light down in Miami, Florida. Vortices definitely exist because I've been through it. In 1970, pilot Bruce Gurnan was flying in the Bermuda Triangle from the small island of Bimini in the Bahamas to Miami. Shortly after takeoff, he found himself traveling through a strange tunnel in the clouds. When he came out the other end, there was Miami below him. His instruments showed that he'd traveled a hundred miles in under three minutes. The tunnel was like a wormhole. When you enter it, you come out in a different place and time. It was almost like being teleported. One night I was watching television and Ivan Sanderson came on. He was explaining time warps. And it was right at that point that I realized that was the key to the mystery that I had just witnessed. So what would make Alaska prime territory for time warps? One theory points to its abundance of extreme electromagnetic force fields. Mike Ricksecker is a paranormal investigator with a particular interest in electromagnetism. In 1964, there was a massive earthquake that hit the Anchorage area, 9.2 magnitude, absolutely devastating. 
Buildings were toppled, streets were upended, created a lot of destruction around this area. We know that that electromagnetic activity helped to cause this earthquake. An increase in electromagnetic readings have been reported before major earthquakes. Scientists are yet to understand the reason. And the 64 quake was the biggest earthquake ever recorded in North America, the second biggest ever in the whole world. The epicenter, Prince William Sound on Alaska's southern coast. In fact, Alaska averages 100 minor quakes every day. That's more earthquakes than all the other states combined. Alaska in general is a very volatile area. When I first showed up in 92, there was ash still falling from the sky from volcanoes that are in the area. There's one sure way Mike knows how to detect any unusual electromagnetic activity. So we're up here in the mountains of Alaska. We have some dowsing rods with us. What I'm gonna to try to do here is walk around a little bit, see if we start to feel a little bit of something going on, then I'll go ahead and stop and see if the activity keeps going. If the rods move, it would be the sign of unusual electromagnetic energy. And this knowledge goes back a long way. Since ancient times, it's been known that our planet is covered with geomagnetic anomalies and vortices. We know the ancient peoples saw the movement of energy on the planet as a serpent. So that's why every one of these ancient cultures is based around a serpent mythology. To understand the Alaska Triangle, you have to understand that there is an energy grid on our planet. Now, these have been traditionally called ley lines, but to the ancient peoples, they called this the serpentine energies. It's these same energies that Mike is trying to detect in the Alaska Triangle. So we're getting a little push from the left side there. If we move away and that goes back out, then that'll let us know that the activity, the energy was centralized back there. And we can already see it starting to move out a little bit. Yeah, see it's moved back out. As we come back, see it's going, it's moving back as we move back into this area. Yeah, so this is a hot spot here. So as we come down the mountainside here, we see that the left rod has moved inward and it's maintaining that. So what I would say is that up and down here, there's some sort of line of electromagnetic activity running up and down the mountainside here. So it's not running across, but up and down. The line that Mike has found heads due north towards the North Pole, just over a thousand miles away. The intense electromagnetism of the North Pole feeds into the triangle. Alaska is near the North Pole. The magnetic fields get thinner here. And because of that, when solar storms hit, it lights up the atmosphere because we don't have the magnetic protection of the electromagnetic field. The native population believes this electromagnetic energy can have dangerous spiritual properties. The unusual electromagnetic energy makes it so we have supercharged areas that could allow interdimensional travel or portals to be opened from other realms. If this were true, 
then these portals could go a long way to explaining the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. I think a lot of people who go missing, hikers and adventurers or people going out in the country can accidentally come across these areas and vanish off the face of the earth. Strange things do happen. Bruce Gernon did have a bizarre experience of some kind. And conditions are more extreme in Alaska. So there seems to be a definite relationship with being so close to the North Pole that maybe the magnetic energy changes this vortex. Instead of being horizontal, perhaps it is vertical. So the one I flew through, when I came out the other end, I went forward in space and time. But in Alaska, if you enter into it, maybe you go right down into the Earth and vanish. We don't have the tools yet to find these possible portals. For now, researchers need to rely on cruder devices to understand the forces at work in Alaska. Mike is using an electromagnetic field detector. We're going to walk in this general direction, kind of the same as we did with the rods, and see if we can get any indications off of this meter. The detector shows Mike the level of milliwatts per square meter, the power of the electricity in the air. And there's a general electric field, keeps reading at about a 0.1, 0.2 right now. It's a pretty low level. Here it's a little higher in the electric field. It's between a 0.2 and a 0.3. We're getting some variations here that we shouldn't be getting, which does give us an indication that there's a little bit something more going on here. Could it be an indicator that the Alaska Triangle is having an effect here? As well as leading to vortices, there are those who believe that this effect has attracted visitors from far away. There have been a lot of extraterrestrial sightings in Alaska, a lot of reports, a lot of photography, a lot of video footage. And it makes a lot of sense that there would. You have the electromagnetic activity from the vortices that they could be tapping into. I believe the immense power of the Alaska Triangle is used like a superhighway by extraterrestrials looking to open up portals and connect to other places in the universe. Perhaps one day we'll have the technology needed to discover portals and explore them, as well as other forces that could be at play here. Theories persist, but for now, the secrets of the Alaska Triangle remain just that. And the tales that have emerged from this vast, mysterious area suggest there may be something else out there that we're only just beginning to contemplate. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.